I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susan. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to a mini episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, and I'm JT Timmons. And today we are going to talk about a photo that was sent to us by a para junkie. Oh yeah. Um, so this is Lauren's story. Uh, so she emailed me about a week ago from when we're filming this, and she because she had contacted us saying like, "Hey, I have this really insane photo. Can I send it to you?" And of course. We were like, absolutely, you can send that to us. And so um, so this is her story, and uh, we're going to have Chris live react to it uh, oh. because... Yay. Yes, because <laughs> he has not seen the photo or heard the story, so... We were sitting in an airport. We were about to head up to... Um we we're about to head up to Kentucky for Thanksgiving and we were in the Tallahassee airport and I pulled this photo up. It's like 4 a.m. there, you know, just opened. I pulled the, pull the photo up and I was like, I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on at first. And then I realized what was going on and I was like, oh, and then I showed her and she's like half asleep because, you know, it's 4 a.m. She's not a morning person at all. And, uh, and all, she, it, it was like coffee. It was. Like for her, just an immediate espresso shot where she shot up and she was like, oh my gosh. Uh, what in tarnation? You were, you were very much like, what in tarnation? We both were. We were like, what? Or so like I yeah, said, Lauren's been a nation. Lauren's been a pair junkie for a uh, few months now, and uh, we're actually we're actually meeting up with her um, at the end of this month. Uh, she's coming to yep. Savannah, cool. so we're gonna yep. grab a coffee with her. But and we'll be like, so are you still seeing this thing? <laughs> uh, because when Chris sees Maybe it, we need to bring her to the table. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, exactly. That'd be, cool. that'd be cool. All right. So um, Lauren titled the email saying, <laughs> "Nowhere is safe in Appalachia," I guess. And so I was like, oh, "You're probably right." in that um so okay so for context this was taken fall 2009 grandma emoji <laughs> when i was on a church retreat in high school try as i might i can't remember what that name of the place was but it was a, f- a facility that has lots of cabins that was mostly used for church retreats it's somewhere in Tennessee, a kind of middle of nowhere, but with a Waffle House kind of place. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> the type of place you're talking about. Uh, but I was just taking various pictures of the scenery. This place basically just had cabins, picnic tables, and a swing set or two. No decorative things like statues or totem poles or anything anywhere. This was taken by a Sony digital camera of some kind that I got in approximately... Um, 07 or 08 so it's definitely not my finger on the lens or anything i've included another picture taken moments later that includes the right side of the swing so you can reference that there should be nothing there also i was i saw something that looked exactly like this walking into my kitchen about a year and a half ago so that's fun nope 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 melting emoji um (laughs) let me know what y'all think um, so, whoo, that, uh, that was a lot. Thanks again. Y'all are the best. 
Thank All you, right. Warren. So I'm gonna so. give I'm gonna give my phone because it's a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, and the top one is the ghosty photo, okay. and the bottom one is the photo for comparison. Okay. Here you go, Chris. And oh. it was taken on a digital camera. Nope. <laughs> nope. I saw it immediately. Nope. No, you gotta look you at gotta it. You gotta see it. You gotta look at it. There. You gotta see it. I see it. <laughs> you know. Hold on. Let's let's see. Okay. Again. Oh god. So yeah. No. 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 So I like. And we talk about this all the time. Is uh, the look behind uh, uh, when people describe it. <laughs> that's absolutely it. because and that's the comparison like if you photo. if you uh, if you ask me. Yeah. To to come up with it, it's like well, that's a man standing there with a black thing on his head. Um, however, there are a certain things when when you immediately look at it that tip you off to the unsettled. One of them is the depth of black that that the that yep. the that it is because it is not a question of contrast, and you certainly can't wear something like that. Not in the mid to two thousands, there was no black that looked quite like that. Uh, not in daylight. And there was no morph uh, suits either at that, that time. That's right. So and even if there were, because of the amount of light, you would have uh, a, a totally different contour to it. Uh, so, yeah, that that's, that is... Awful, right? Awful. <laughs> and it, is, um, uh, it is Hat Man without a hat. Right. Yeah. You know, what we're... What, and if you're just listening to this, it is... The, the, the level of unsettling is more just having steeped in Appalachian, you know, folklore. Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you saw it, you didn't. If you heard it, you didn't. If you, if you hear your reason. name, you didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, the reason why is because you're not supposed to engage or, or look. Uh, and one of the worst qualities of that is the notion that if you do... It's gotcha. So awful. All right. Yeah. So let's ex let's kind of describe what we're seeing, just for the people listening sure. to the podcast. So um, you can see it on YouTube. But we'll we'll in, put it on YouTube. In the far right hand side of this photograph is what obviously appears is certainly at first blush to be a man in a morph suit. You know, if mm -hmm. you wanted to, you could say that he's wearing because even if you, look, yeah, if you look, if you look closer at it, you can actually see kind of a a ripple in the top yeah. of the head that suggests like a cloth thing over the head or even down um, the arms or down too. the arms too you yeah it's it's, it's it's a strange mass uh definitely humanoid uh but to 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 put it at you know that m motion it's also just peeking in which is the quintessential Ugh. Appalachian ghost story yeah. you, you turn around and there's a shadow poking around the corner of a tree behind a tree looking at you that is that is what is considered the danger zone of experience because once you see it it most definitely sees you seeing it mm -hmm. it's an engagement which is why they tell you not to look why yeah. why you shouldn't because it in a lot of ways the act of looking at an entity like this is an invitation it is a I seek you as you seek me. And then, you know, many people allude to the idea that you're just going to die. You know, like the monster's going to get you because um, that's how they tell it. Like when, 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 you, when you hear about don't go into the woods at night, don't, mm -hmm. you know, don't find yourself in the woods. If you find yourself in the woods, you know, always look forward, always walk straight, you know, never, never leave the path, things like that. Um, and, and the warnings kind of trail off at don't. Sure. You know, they don't tell you what the or else is, you know. Right. Um, 
and the suggestion is you'll die, but that's not true. Uh, I think in, in most of these cases, what, what it is is once you've engaged, you've stepped into, or technically you've stepped out of a real world. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you, have, you have exposed yourself to a lot of nuanced haunted experiences. So yeah, I'm um yeah that picture um, is is a, is disturbing, and like I said, people who look at it will quickly say, oh well, that's just a man, you know, right. covered up in black. But it's also like nine feet tall because it's very large, because <laughs> if super you, large. So if you look at it, it like it has the texture of a tree, but it's not. Right, it's right. No. That's what I was gonna say too. But like, also the where where it's standing in the photo, there's she's trying to take a photo like between the trees of like this swing set, and this is like a standard size like park swing set like with that wooden like frame that will would at minimum be like seven feet. You yeah, know? at minimum. Yeah, at minimum, and this thing is towering over that so it's got like a solid I mean, like foot and a half two yeah. feet on it so it's the, like again the temptation is to suggest that it's closer but when yeah. we get to the other picture we can see how and where this right. this, this thing is and it does it, it derives itself so i got asked a lot about slender man why did slender man which is a, a, a complete fabrication but why did it take why did it why are there so many people who are dedicated to the idea of it? Why? And it's because the elements of Slender Man do come from our consciousness uh-huh. of things that we're afraid of, things that we know to be... Uh, A possibility. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there are stories that kind of hearken to it. So when Slender Man uh, arrived, it was uh, the perfect storm of lots of people know these strange and creepy, like the very tall entity in the woods, the very yeah, yeah. tall featureless entity that kind of follows you around and, 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 and hides in the, in, in plain sight. That's, you know, the scariest thing is the notion that whatever it is, is hiding in plain sight. You're looking right at where mm-hmm. it's standing and you don't see it. And then one, at one moment you do. And the, the danger that always seems to be, you know, uh, spoken of in these tales is once you see it you're connected you know yeah, yeah. you are forever I was just about to mention that. connected to it which then becomes an a, an interesting issue because the three of us just looked at a picture of it now we're and, connected well that's just it <laughs> where welcome to the club where does it draw the line of connection exactly you know how do you you know it, it, because there are plenty of stories uh you know uh, bring is a, right. is a great story where, you know, anybody who watches this video will get haunted. Mm-hmm. I want to say um, uh, Doctor Who did it with uh, with Weeping Angels. Right. The, the image of an angel becomes an angel. What was the um, cursed movie that everybody in the movie theater died after watching it? What movie was that? Oh, we've mentioned it before. It's, oh, gosh, uh, it's uh, um, uh, and, 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 and it starts with an A. Yes. Anthropy. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry about this, uh, Lauren, but I it reminds me a lot of uh, the ending of Insidious. Sure. Yes. Where sure. Yes. that that lady just gets closer in all of the photos. Like, yeah. Right. And and it's like it's like 
Ter- that's terrifying. Like that was one right. of the scariest parts of that movie. It was so well done. And it was at the yes. very, very right. end, and that was one of the scariest parts of the movies. You just see this late, this woman just get closer and closer, and all of the photos as he gets older and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder. Yeah, is there does is there a connection now that she captured a photo of it? Well, clearly there is, and it's at a it's at a church camp, right? Yes. Is that what? Well, is that it's what you at said? a it's at a retreat center of sorts. That mm-hmm. it's a property that mostly gets rented out for sure. church. Retreats. Exactly. Um, but what I hate for you the most is um, <laughs> is, is the fact that you saw this a year and a half ago in your kitchen. Yeah. That it. Yeah. That's that, that, what that, that really sucks. disturbs. Strongly suggest that connective that yes. connection. Yeah. Because why would it be in her kitchen? Like, right. Like at that point. Well, yeah. Yeah. We should, we should, because of all this connection now to this photo, when we meet with her, we should be taking photos and all that. Maybe we'll capture it watching us. I don't us. want it. I, I really, you know. <laughs> well, I- because it does, because of the way the folklore of the region falls out, you're not dealing with a ghost at all. No. You're dealing yeah. with some, some natural phenomenon creature. Um, it's a religious which, camp. Well, it, you, even Why? even even to, to, to come to it is, uh, I think that anywhere that people routinely come and visit is going to draw these entities, regardless mm-hmm. of, of of what purpose it is. Mm-hmm. So, like like a, a fixed structure in the woods, like a series of camp cabins and things like that, um, you know, that's why. So many horror movies are cabin in the woods. That's right. why, because yeah. we understand that the isolation of being out in the middle of the woods puts you in danger of experiencing these things that are centuries, centuries old understandings. You know, mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. a there is an understanding all throughout Appalachia that you do not mess with it. You just don't do it. Yeah, um, don't and, look and, in the tree line. Right, exactly. Like, don't. And it's 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 interesting because it's so commonly accepted that it's not sensationalized at all nobody bothers to to uh to tempt it or test it it's like all right good on you Mm -hmm. um and uh, there's a good portion of that knowledge where you're like well you know the woods are full of dangerous things oh yeah you know wild boars and uh wild cats you know even a bobcat people are like you know bobcat's not that big it'll rip you apart don't don't approach a bobcat. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and so with that wealth of danger, you know, bears, you know, with that wealth of danger, coming up with stories that are like, don't, you know, don't go in the woods. If you hear something walking behind you, you know, just keep moving, you know, things of that nature. Um, because when you equate it in, in simple folklore, it's like, let's protect the kids. Let's protect people, mm-hmm. you know, because if you turn and you face a, a, an animal, a predator animal, uh, if you try to get away from it by turning, it'll attack, you know, uh, which is the thing. Sure. Don't look at it because, you know, what you need to do is just find the quickest egress out. Sure. Um, but if you turn and you look, you can't back down either. You know, all mm-hmm. of a sudden you are now locked right. with that animal. And until that animal goes away, you're in mortal jeopardy. And also, I think a lot of that, like, you just accept that those are the rules stems from the culture of Mm -hmm. that region of Mm -hmm. the South is like, if my meemaw told me to not go out into the woods and look at the tree lines, then I'm not going to look at the tree lines because you trust your elders. It's like, it's, um, you know, they're not going to steer you wrong, but it had to come from somewhere. It had to come from somewhere. And there are scary connotations to it too, because we, um, we know like the big bad wolf. 
oh, know, yeah. was mm-hmm. was was de- derived of keeping people safe and in, in, in interior, you know, don't go out. But then there comes this notion that it's like, you know, we only recently started mm-hmm. um, investigating serial killers. We only recently started like thinking of the psychology of a person who, who, whose urges to kill overtake them. Back in the day, if there was a serial killer who were repeatedly killing people, it was easier to say there's a wolf in the woods oh, than to imagine yeah. a human being oh, doing yeah. these things. It's Which true. then brings us to Appalachia, mm-hmm. where uh, one of the things that I've heard is like if you hear whistling, mm-hmm. you know, oh God, don't whistle, yeah, y'all, don't please. whistle, <laughs> do not whistle. You know it, these things that that come out, and it's like, you know, it, it does it stem from a, 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 a mm-hmm. serial killer in the in the mountains, or uh, you know, there's lots of stories of feral families and feral people mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. the woods and stuff, and so you you start to like really start to try to plug in all these things. The only difference is. Um, it's so widely accepted by people who grew up there, who lived there. And I've met many who have had the experience and what, what it seemed to do for them was it made them highly susceptible to haunting. Mm-hmm. It made them open to other spirits. Uh, you know, it was like having your third eye opened. You know, it was, right. it, was, it was an instance at which, again, they stepped out of the world that everyone else was living in and now are straddling a line. Uh, much like Madison does all her life. Um, but <laughs> yes. for people who, who were not born with that gift, to have it put upon them mm-hmm. can be maddening. You know, it could, it could drive you insane. Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's what I've kind of understood it as is, like, it almost puts, like, a, it, you become, like, a candle in the dark mm-hmm. of that Absolutely. sort. Where it's like, okay, now everything, that's why you don't whistle is because you're giving the enemy, essentially, that entity you don't want to be in contact with, it's giving them the exact location to find you. And it can now track you because it has that essence of your voice, because your voice is very powerful in a lot of ways. So um, now, like on the topic of Lauren's creature, um, (laughs) I don't know where she lives, and that's what... Uh, you know, makes me question, I'm like, do you still live in Appalachia? Like, are you, you know... No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, uh, well, I don't want to say, but Georgia. Georgia, okay. Mm. Well, you know, we're at the, we're the, at the cusp. We're, we're at the te- so it's yeah. like... It's, but still, even, even in the most um, uh, positive lights, <laughs> right. uh, you are dealing with an attachment. You're dealing with something that you encountered and it followed you a good ways. Oh, yeah. To, to be present in your life. And the sad thing is, if you only saw it, you know, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, that means there's about, what, f- 13 years of, of right. it following you around that you, you probably didn't see it. Or worse, you saw it but kind of glossed over it in your mind. Uh, that is something that we are very good at is looking dead at something very scary and being like, nah. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> that, no. That's not yeah. it. That's not happening. That's my eyes playing a trick on me. That's my eyes. You know, yeah. There's more of gravy than of grave of you. <laughs> no. You know that uh, that definitely is the sensation that for 13 years it it's been charging. You know that it's yeah. it's it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 gaining energy. And if you if you start to see it, it seems like it's becoming more solid in your life, and and mm-hmm. and you're becoming you know. And I'd be interested to know if you've had you know. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you've had more experiences, would you say there was an uptick in experiences after this this picture? Uh, you know, what kinds of things can you can you remember? Because sometimes people don't don't attribute 
you know, they don't, they don't think, oh, you know what? Right after that, I started seeing more ghosts. Or right after that, I started seeing these things. Sure. Because, because a lot of times it happens naturally. You know, it feels natural. It just mm-hmm. feels like, oh, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, mm-hmm. I was, it's like, it's, it's, that's not true because there are plenty of people who you can drop in the most haunted place in the world and they're not going to see anything. They're not going to sense anything. They're not going to feel anything. Um, and it's not for lack of belief. Mm-hmm. It's just something about the overall energy uh, of, of the individual um, you know, I know plenty of people who are just so desperate for a paranormal experience and, you know, they go, they go through great lengths to get it, but they may never. And that is, I think that is why equipment is such a great tool, you know, having equipment mm-hmm. because you feel more in control of connection and contact with the other side and paranormal things. But the truth of the matter is no piece of equipment will ever be as sensitive as the human body. Yeah. And, and, and what, what can be achieved once you're in tune, once you've been tuned. And seeing something like that, that puts you pretty sharply in tune. For you know? sure. Mm-hmm. I, met a, I met a guy um, a couple days ago. Um, he owns a, a bait and tackle store, and he is of uh, the Pente- Pentecostal oh, sure. uh, denomination. And he said that if you ever want a scary story, talk to a Pentecostal person. Because... They are so in tune with like demonic entities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all of that yeah. that they all have a demon story. Yeah. They all have a demon Absolutely. story. And so I'm wondering, I'm kind of making a connection here with this photo and it being a church or tree. Oh, sure. Like, oh. like is there, is so, there, well, not even that it's Pentecostal, but right. just off of the ideas that he, that, you know, of what he said, that maybe there was something visiting the church or tree because it's religious. So it's worth noting that. Anytime you ritualize something, which means uh, have an establishment that you, you continually reinforce through activity, through going to the church, through whatever it is that you've ritualized becomes a part of your energy cycle. Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of what you're capable of seeing. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a question of manifestation. If you get together with a bunch of like-minded people who are working towards a goal and you've ritualized the, the concept of demons, the concept of experience, the concept of, uh, uh, of how to, to deal with these things, the likelihood of you experiencing it increases exponentially. Uh, and to the point... Yeah, absolutely. When you talk about like a, a religious retreat, uh, the concept be, would be that people go there and have concentrated bouts of faith. They come and, and they, they express their faith, they practice their faith, mm-hmm. and in doing so, they manifest a, um, a place for spiritual uh, entities. For instance, a lot of religious orders use their religion as a shunning of other things. You'll, you'll hear it a lot of times when, when someone says, well, my faith doesn't allow for that. Or, you know, I don't believe in that because in my faith, mm-hmm. there is no demon. In my faith, ghosts don't exist, which is a ritualized manifestation of a, 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 of a reality around them. And because they go and they ritualize it and they come together in groups and they practice it, they are oftentimes protected by their faith. Their faith shields them from mm-hmm. these things. But every now and then, no matter how faithful you are, you'll go to a place that has a little more faith than you, that has a little more energy than the energy you're putting out. Um, and, and one of them is the thing that shakes your faith. 
you know, a lot of people will get into like a terrible wreck or have some life-threatening occurrence, and all of a sudden they have more perception. They have a wider mm-hmm. perception, and it was because their faith was shaken. You know, their faith said that God was protecting them, and then they got very badly hurt. And now they had a moment, a lapse of, I, that faith is gone. And then it's a chink in the armor, and, and, mm-hmm. and everything floods in, all the possibilities and all those things, and all of a sudden they have this thing. I used to call it the radio dial. You know, you get clonked hard enough, and the radio dial goes over yeah. and, and gets <laughs> off the reality channel. It's that same notion that, that, you know, a, a, a faith congregation is tuning in to a very specific radio channel. And they all live on that radio channel. You know, it's the, I always use 105.3, which is a local station, but the 105.3 reality station. But (laughs) any number of events can make you kind of slip over to 105.1. And now you have 105.3, you can hear it coming through, but now you've got like extra static. And if you get too far away, this is the big one. If you get too far away from the the same station as everyone else, you know, if everybody else is 105.3 and you get all the way down to 95.5, you're going to seem absolutely insane. Yeah. Nobody's going to relate to you. They're not going to understand you. You are literally on a different bandwidth and you're, you are experiencing seeing and, and trying to cope with things that those people can't even conceive of as reality. So it's interesting because a, a thing like taking that picture is just a nudge on this dial. You know, it's yeah, just a, it really is. You know, what, um, uh, so what, what do y'all think it is? Like, what would be your best guess? I think it's some kind of just like, uh, it's like a non-human, it's just like, I don't even know if it's like a malevolent entity because I don't know what the experience has been after taking the photo, Uh, but it's just like a non-human entity because that is not to say that there aren't, you know, just entities that are entrenched into the land that are, you know, entrenched into that region of the world. So that's what I perceive it as because something that people tend to forget with entities that aren't necessarily human, good or bad, they don't look appealing. There are so many depictions of even angels. Like when you look into the Bible, angels are freaking horrifying, y'all. That's why they like, say, be not afraid when they show right, up. If they're beautiful, blonde, right, you know, like, be not afraid. That's like, oh, you're gorgeous. Why would I be afraid? Exactly. But then there are you know, depictions of demons that are actually really beautiful. And then there are some that are horrific looking. I was about to say, that's that's the scary thing is the more it tries to appear human, the more likely it is to trying to deceive you. Right. You know, it's trying to hide its malice by appearing. And so it it, it does, it forms itself in because you think of like protectors of the woods. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of, of energy forces in the woods that are, that are trying to keep the woods from, from, you know, intrusion. Uh, and it it mimics the threat, you know. It mimics the thing that is threatening, and and if it's looking a little human, it's not getting it quite right. Yes, uh, which is uh, like the plat eye mm-hmm. is a great example. If you're not familiar with the the Gullah Geechee plat eye, it's it's a, a an, an entity that's trying to look human, but doesn't get it quite right. Yeah, it's you know? like got an eye. You know, yeah. it's like that's got a- an eye, maybe an extra mouth somewhere. You know? Right, and so it's just um I. I I'm going to go with just like what I do know. I, after we talk to Lauren, I'll, I'll have a different opinion, I'm sure. sure. But it's definitely a non-human 
forest entity of some sort, which are quite common. I'm going to go in the realm of a look back more than likely, sure. but that's, you know, that's what I'm working with just from the very small sliver of knowledge that I have of the background of this story. Absolutely. I, I, I'd say that my immediate response was, that's a look back. That mm-hmm. is, that is the quintessential, whenever described a shadowy figure that is just barely peeking around from behind a tree. Mm-hmm. So that is, um, that, that is a very frightening um, experience. I'm so sorry, Lauren, uh, for, for your, for your uh, loss. But um, basically, though, if you have a photo or a creepy story like that and you would like us to read these on the podcast, please send them to us because we've mentioned this before, but, you know, um, it probably is because we didn't have an exact place for y'all to send it. So we do now. We're going to call it ghost mail. So it's ghost mail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. Send us your stories, send us your photos, things like that, and we will react to them. So um, this is great. I really enjoyed this. I love seeing (laughs) creepy photos. Oh, yeah. No, send us the creepy photos. We're all about it. Right. So, uh, but with that, y'all, we will see you in the next episode. So my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all.